Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 91. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to talk about social media, my friends. All things Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, connecting with people around the world, building real, authentic relationships, and maybe even extending our brand online. Wow, that almost sounded official. That was very close to the official, which doesn't exist. (laughs) It, It sounded good. It almost sounds like that should be on a plaque. Yeah. Yeah. If we ever have a plaque, remind me to go back to episode 91 and have that transcribed. Yeah, it'll it would be one of those black ones with the white name in the middle and that like a beautiful mountain picture and it would say serenity and then it would say not screwing up the intro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, in fact, speaking of not screwing up the intro, people listen to this. You know, normally at the end of the show we say join the community and the kind of the music fades out and and it would fade to black or it would just go to dead silence and or maybe if you're in a playlist it goes on to the next podcast or song or whatever. Here's the situation. After today's intro, you definitely want to stick around and just hear the outrageous beginning of this podcast. Um, uh, we have a blooper for you. So it, it'll be, I think this will be the first time we've done bloopers for social media yeah. serenity. We haven't needed to. <laughs> exactly. Because we're professionals. Right. We, we get it right the first time. Right. Yes. But All we right. do make mistakes. Hey, there was one story last week, uh, Eric, that um, I moved off the show notes and moved over to this one. And, and by, oh, by the way, before we get started, what is the main topic today? Today's main topic is uh, social media at live events. So, I like that. That could be a title for this episode even. I think it should be. All right. So 091 Social Media Serenity. This is me doing my work during the show, by the way. Yes. Uh, social media at live events. Look at that. Now I'm completely 100% focused on the things that we're going to talk about because now that's out of the way and it's not going to be in the back of my head. Awesome. Now I have serenity. But anyway, before we talk about social media at live events, um, there was one story that you had on the show notes for last week's episode, episode 90, uh, that I moved over to this week. And it is Twitter tips from Mashable. Uh, to uh, something about connect attendees. Tell, tell me about this. Okay. Well, um, in back in May 12th through 14th, there was uh, hundreds of people got together at a digital world digital leaders uh, thing uh, in Orlando. It's called first ever. It's called Mashable Connect. It was a three day conference. It had to do with social media, digital entertainment, technology. Actually, sounds like a really cool like new version of or new focused version of South by Southwest. So that might be interesting to attend next year. Um, But anyway, what they did was they went around and asked the attendees, a lot of whom were, you know, major people in social media that you'd recognize their names um, or majority of them. And they asked them, what one tip do you have for best using Twitter? Hmm. So they got a variety of responses and they called the 17 ones they felt were best and uh, put them here. Nice. Well, let's uh, go through. Do you mind if so, we read these 17? No, that's cool. Let's just whip through them. 
All right, I'll start off with the first one, and we'll just go back and forth. Jeff Pulver says, uh, the secret to Twitter is to listen, connect, share, and engage. It's the conversations that matter. And and by the way, we can commentate on these if you if you don't yeah. mind. Uh, I I love this. It is about the conversations on Twitter for me. It's you know a lot of people look at this as a just kind of a, like their their source of news, like a news feed. And I notice there are some people I follow on Twitter that that all they seem to do is just say, share stories and link to articles online. And I I don't have anything against that, but man, I'll tell you the real value for Twitter to me is to have an online real time conversation with a, a, a community that mm-hmm. for me, that's how I use Twitter and that's how I love it. Yeah. All right. What's Let's up? see. Dave Peck says respond to everybody positive or negative. Yep. Um, is this something that you do? I try to, to a certain extent, like for a work with the work Twitter account that I manage, I do let some negative slide as far as responding to it, but I do categorize it and I do send it to the appropriate person whose issue it really is. Yeah. And for me, with it being my personal brand, um, I don't necessarily get a lot of negative on Twitter, but I think that I, I mean, the most I did was, I think I shared moolala.com slash G or yeah, I, whatever my moolala right. is. I shared that back on, you know, the very first tweet of the year and said, Hey, I just found out about this service. Check it out. And it was a, you know, affiliate link to my moolala. And somebody wrote in and says, you know, Oh, great. Look at that. What a social media expe- expert you are. The very first tweet of the new year is a, is an affiliate link, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, seriously. It's really? Like, okay, look at how many thousands of tweets and how many times have I laid a bomb like this on you? You know, I mean, come yeah. on, seriously. But, uh, you know, and, and I actually I do. So I guess I have when I do get some kind of negative response. I don't always respond to the negative on Twitter, though. Right. You know, I, that's I, true. I and they don't necessarily say that. Yep. It just and, says and respond it- to everybody. Yeah, and actually, I had last week I had somebody who who wrote something negative, who um, I DM'd them and said, "Hey, what's the problem?" And then they wrote back what the explanation of the problem was in two DMs. I wrote back and said, "Oh, well, did you know this?" And then they said, "Oh, that's awesome." So then I got another tweet that said, "Wow, it really is great to have Indiana Wesleyan on Twitter. Thanks for the help." That is you awesome. Know? So one negative tweet complaining about a certain issue and then another one followed up right behind on that that person's twitter account that said they were glad we were there That's you know so very very cool stuff all right so let's see michigan flavor says this uh retweet 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 people love to see their stuff retweeted and they'll start retweeting you hmm how do you feel about this eric i, I think it's good advice and it can be done overdone yeah, that that's I would say retweet. People love to see their stuff retweeted and they'll start retweeting you. I think saying retweet, 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 little much. My personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I get I, I think we all get the point, but just my word of caution, and I think that with what you're saying is we both agree that uh just don't overdo the retweeting. Yeah. Yeah. So I, next week. I, by the way, I wish there was a way in all of these applications to go in like Osphora when you're looking at their profile. You know how if you're online, you can actually say, listen, don't show me any of the official Twitter retreats. Right. Well, I wish there's a way in my Osphora app to actually see somebody that's just a retweetaholic and using the official retweet 
and and to go in and turn that off, you know, through the API. Right. So that yes, yeah, that 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 the API would transfer out from twitter.com to all the external apps. Yeah, cuz I want to yeah. say this, you know, obs- obsessive retweeting is one of the things that actually causes me to want to unfollow someone. So just be careful with that one. Right. All right, what's the next one? Uh let's see here. Go ahead. SHRM Social Media Guy says use your tweeting to set up meetings. Okay. I like that. I like that that it for a lot of people, you know, I mean unless the unless the meeting, well even you can do a Skype meeting, but you know, set it up, set, use it to uh, deepen the relationship using as a, use Twitter as a starting point to actually further the relationship. Yeah. If, if I, if I hear him correctly, like, you know, saying, Hey Eric, do you, let's, let's uh, get a meeting between me, you and uh, let's say Chris biting and, and um, Andy Trump. So we can talk about, you know, such and such in the schedule for next week. And, I don't know if I would agree with that kind of meeting, setting that up via Twitter. I just don't think that's a good use of Twitter. Yeah, I think I think that. Well, I think if you, I think it can be. I don't think it's a rule one way or the other. Really, gotcha. All right. So depends on the depends on the people. Cool. Uh, D status stalker. He says uh, or she says. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, start a conversation. Reach out to others and say hello. Uh, absolutely. All Definitely. Right. Next one. Uh, Kratz PR says, don't think of it as a tool. Think of it as a gateway for being social. I like that a lot. And I think that's kind of what I was tying into, trying to hit on with the, the set up a meeting. And, and, and I'll just add to that, don't be a tool. <laughs> right. right. Don't, be, don't be a social media tool. There you go. So. It's kind of like when you go to a conference, don't be the guy who hands the business cards out before you actually get to know somebody. Ask for your card. Have them, yeah. Have have the cards ready for when they ask you. Uh huh. Or when you're sitting down and you wanna like, hey, you pull one out and write down their Twitter name. Yeah. And they'll say, oh, here, have a card. You know, that's yeah. a sneaky. Way. I actually just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but yeah. So the idea here is, is you know, the purpose is to be social, to get to know people. You know, don't don't just start you know seeing this as a tool for you to market yourself or your right. brand and all this other stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is uh, Citrita, I think. Um, ignore it. They're all pornographers anyway. <laughs> That's weird. And it says, Chris's other tip, cheer out. Okay, we'll just move on from that one. Chill what's, out. Yeah. What's next? Uh, Jay Crores, VP of Exec Target, he says, don't tweet if you can't spell. Okay, well, that, 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 I, I shouldn't be tweeting then. Yeah. And especially with our... Not know, on an iPhone. I don't think sure. spelling counts in Twitter. To be honest with you, <laughs> it does when it change, drastically changes the message. <laughs> it, yeah, that's it true. Really, really does matter at that point. But yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, what is the next one? Moni Guzman, uh, tweet what comes naturally. Don't try to fulfill someone else's expectation. Oh, I like that one a lot. Be authentic. That one's hard though, because sometimes you're trying to fulfill what you think people want from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can be yeah. a temptation. Mm, so I like that. let's see. Next we have Shashib, Shashib and says more than an RSS feed connecting with people on Twitter gives you interesting content that is validated by them. Hmm. More than I, an RSS feed P- connecting with people on Twitter gives you interesting. 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically you get it's it's Twitter is better than an RSS feed in that you get curated content. Yeah, that other people think are interested. Interesting. Right. Rather, yeah. th- so so basically, it's, and it's and not only that, but I mean, when you when you follow an RSS feed, I mean, obviously somebody's curated that. Somebody's decided to put it into the feed, right? Right. Whereas when you're on Twitter, you're following people who possibly have a lot of the same you know outlook as you do in certain areas or at least are interested in a lot of the same things and so therefore it can provide results that are better than an rss feed and i would agree with that oh yeah i like that all right jenny uh devon it says uh you need to have a brand sacrifice if you want to be viewed as an expert in your field only tweet about 10 topics events or ideas so let me read that. You need to have a have brand sacrifice if you want to be viewed as an expert in your field. Only tweet about 10 topics, events, or ideas. I don't think I understand that one. I think I don't understand the brand sacrifice part of it. Um, I, I think I, I do understand. It's like, you know what? Um, stop promoting yourself and your brand and start answering questions and engage. I think maybe it's like sacrifice self-promotion for a little bit and just engage in relationships. I get that part. Okay. And then then what they're saying, uh, aside from that, is narrow down your focus so that you're not tweeting all over the place, but that you have like things that you're no, actually known for instead of just... Right. There, there's one... Diluted. There's one client that I have um, that I, I really love this client. I, she, she's a great person. But every single Twitter post is a link to her blog and a link to her podcast and a link to something else that she has. And it and there's no other Twitter content. And this comes out. I mean, it, it's like every time I look at my Twitter timeline. And by the way, I look at my Twitter timeline a lot. Um, and there's lots of people in there. And every time I look at my t- Twitter timeline, I'd say more than half the times she's there with a link back to her stuff. And it's all it's like. I can't unfollow this person because it's a client and I like her and, and I, I need to sit down and have a conversation. But yeah, th- this is, you know, be very, you know, you, you need to sacrifice your brand. I, I kind of get that. I like that. I like that advice. Yeah, I like that. All right. Let's see. Next. Rob, Rob Key says, embrace your insignificance. Ooh, I like that one. That one's good. Yeah, it's like you don't have to be the most significant person online. You don't have to tweet every news story you don't have to be everything just just be who you are mm-hmm. all right uh zag girl that's g-r-r-l uh the best way to learn is to share and i totally get that i love that one that's good yep let's see next one is heidi Tway, and they say follow the best learn from the best that's a good one yeah pick pick good people yep. to follow John Norp says, remember that it flies forever. Oh, yeah. So be careful what you put online because yeah. <laughs> even, and by the way, I've done this. I've put something out there and it's like, oh, uh, and then I go and delete it. Yeah, it's still in the Library of Congress somewhere. <laughs> That's funny. Funny stuff. All right, Let's what's the next see. one? Chris Avery says, or Chris Vary, sorry, don't connect your Twitter to Facebook. Uh, sorry, Chris. I disagree. It depends on who you are and what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, for for many people, I would I would say yeah. But um, for me, it's the only way I engage on Facebook. If it wasn't for me connecting there, I wouldn't engage on Facebook at all. So yeah. I have I have good reason for doing it. 
Uh, Joey Interactive says marketing doesn't spread, stories do. Ooh, I like that That's one. That's a good one. Yes, indeed. So, oh, wow. That got me to, that really just fired a thought within me, and I'll share it right now. You know, because I, I do send out a lot of tweets about, hey, so, in, you know, you know, there's only so many seats left in my podcasting A to Z course link here. Man, how much better would it be for me to share a to write a blog post about somebody who's taken my class and what they've just, you know, a milestone that they've just achieved and then put it's like, hey, another example of what's going, you know, as, as a result of somebody pursuing their passion and check this out. And then, of course, it links back and it's a, then the blog post will talk about that this is somebody who's taken my class. This is a milestone. And, you know, this is a result of um, social media or the, uh, the podcasting A to Z. And, at, and by the way, as of the time that I'm blogging this, there are only so many places left. Wow, that would make so much big. That would make so much of a difference. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Thinking about that one. I, for me, that's the price of admission right there today, folks. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the, that's the seventeen, right? Yep. Awesome stuff. I like it. Good stuff. Yeah. All and right. that was at a live event. There you go. So it happened at a live event. Hey, last night I engaged in something that I have never been a part of before. A tweet chat. I was well. I've been in, in tweet chats before, but during live events and stuff like that, this was an actual meetup. This was an actual event. It was like a, a it was a it was a Twitter party, right? You know, this is it's like okay, everybody who is is interested in Blog World NYC, hey, we're inviting you to an online party, and it's going to be moderated and led by you know the folks here at Blog World. And we invite the speakers to come and talk about their sessions and to answer questions related to their sessions. And we invite participants who are coming to Blog World to come and ask questions of the speakers so you can decide where, you know, what sessions you want to attend and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, and I, I saw that and I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I want to participate in this. And the only reason I thought that, that thought crossed my mind is because uh, I want to avoid you know, spamming all of my followers with all of those messages, you know, because what they do is it just puts, you know, a hashtag BWE chat is what it was. Mm-hmm. So BWE chat pound PWE chat. And, um, and, and so I said, there's like, you know what? I do think I can find a way to do this without annoying the 3000 some odd people that follow me. And that is to make sure that I always start with the at reply. You know, so, right. so, and, and even if I'm starting a conversation, I can start it out with at blog, at blog world expo, and then I can write whatever I want to write. And so that's what I did. I, I actually went in there and then the only people who would see that are people who are also following blog world expo. Or if I like, for example, if Eric, you were in there and you said something and I wanted to respond to you, the only people in my timeline that would see that in their timeline or all of my, the people who are following me that would see it in their timeline are the people who actually um, are following me and the person I'm responding to in the tweet chat. So it's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to participate. It was awesome. I'm glad you just said that because that actually, I I was trying to figure out a way to do that and I hadn't even thought of that, um, that people would still be following the people that you want to, the people that want to see it are following the hashtag. The people that don't want to see it are either not following that account 
and not following the hashtag and you prevented them from seeing it. Yeah. The only way they're going to see it in their timeline is if they're also following a bunch of other people that you're replying to inside the tweet chat. Right. So which could could be an issue. in like if we had an official gspn.tv tweet chat, if you will. Right. But the thing is, though, is, is that if you're a part of this community, that could be something that you would want to see anyway. Right. You see all that engaging conversation going back and forth. Anyway, I just want to say it was the I, I've been in tweet chats before. This was the most effective use of a tweet chat I'd ever seen. And I actually built built some great relationships there. And uh, not only that, but uh, man, I'll tell you, I shared this story in uh, Podcast Answer Man, episode number 210. But the CEO and co-founder of Blog World wrote me an email this morning. Did you hear about that? Or I sent it to I you. I did. You, you showed me. Dude, check. I'm just Good gonna, stuff. This is awesome. I'm just going to read the email uh, to, to the audience here. Listen to this. It says, hey, Cliff, I just wanted to say thanks for the great video invitation to your session. We're, we are really glad to have you speaking at our show. Uh, most speakers don't promote their sessions at all. You went above and beyond. Thank you. Very much looking forward to meeting you at the show. Do you mind if I include a link to this video in our newsletter? Sincerely, Rick. And it's like, seriously, the 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 CEO and co-founder of Blog World and New Media Expo is asking for my permission to promote me and my video <laughs> in the Blog World newsletter. Hmm. Hey, would you mind if I tell people about you? Yeah. Would you mind if I tell, I don't know, tens of thousands, you know, of people who are bloggers about who you are with, you know, and about this video that's got you listed and it's got your, your nice studio and your micro Heil microphone in the background and your video lighting is absolutely amazing looking and your audio quality and your video is amazing. And, and, uh, it says at the bottom podcast answer with a very professional lower third do you mind if I, I promote that out to every single person that's on our newsletter list? Ah, oh man, I tell you. And here's the thing that would have never happened. That email would have never happened had it not been for me being involved in that blog chat. Yeah. Ah, or the tweet chat. I, that was exciting stuff. Yeah. So benefit there as well as it checks off on my list of what we would talk about with this, how to not tick off your followers that are not at the event. Yes, indeed. And, and that, and that's the important thing is like, you're, you're going to be there. Um, for me, the important thing is that, you know, it's important that I don't start a lot of tweets about the event throughout the day that are all related to that event without finding a way to, to um, only get it out to the people. And again, so let's just say if I'm, at, if I'm going to PodCamp Nashville, their, their Twitter ID is at PCN, all right? So if I'm going to tweet all day long about PCN and I'm not responding to somebody else, I'm just going to start off my tweet with at PCN and then finish up the rest of my tweet. And that way, the people who are in, who are following me, who are not following PCN will not get that showing up in their timelines. That's one way to do it. Yes. And then of course, um, and and again, the people who are at PCN who want to follow everything that you're saying, then they're going to be following the official hashtag for that event. And so you need to find out what the hashtag is, the official hashtag that's being promoted by the event sponsors and, and then use that. So for example, next week uh, it's B W E N Y. 
So if anybody does want to see what's going on at Blog World uh, Expo in NYC next week, it's B, it's pound B-W-E-N-Y is the official hashtag. And so I will be using that. And of course, so that's exactly how I'm going to do this. It, everything that I start will be at Blog World Expo and it will include pound B-W-E-N-Y in it. And that way it's going to help me to not tick off all my followers. And do they have, so you're wanting them to follow that so they can see what you're tweeting. Um, what's the Blog World uh, New York's um, Twitter account? Uh, Blog World New York does not have one, a, a Twitter account. In Is it just Blog World? It's, it's, or? it's at Blog World Expo, and then there's at Blog World. That's right. Yep. Gotcha. But uh, at Blog World is Rick's ID. So he, you know, the, the co-founder, CEO, that's, that's his ID, I believe, is at Blog World. And then at Blog World Expo is like the, you know, any, I, I guess probably they have a bunch of people that manage that one. Okay, and, and gotcha. I, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but just judging from the interactions I've had with those Twitter IDs, that's, that's my assumptions. Yeah, one, one the Blog World has a person's face. Yeah, that's Rick. Blog World Expo has, it says event news. Yeah, there you so. go. Yep. So there you go. Um, proper use of hashtags. Um, again, the idea is that you find the the uh, the official hashtag and you use it. Um, at live tweeting, what, do you have any thoughts on this, Eric? Well, I think you've covered that. I think you have just done, like, are there people, I guess it's it's how full, ugh, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. How full of yourself, and I'm, I'm confessing completely, that I have done this in the past. So confession, it depends on how full of yourself you think you, you, you are at a live event where you feel like everybody out there should know this cool information and associate you with it. Ah, I see what you're you know saying. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, and so that's, you know, one of the things that was going on in the blog world chat last night are, you know, give us, you know, give some tips to people who are coming for the first time and, and one person his tip was, you know, you know, dude, stop tweeting during the session and listen. Right. And some people said, you know what? It's like, but wait a second. I like to tweet because it helps me to remember things I heard. I like to tweet the stuff with the hashtag and then go back and just sift through the hashtag for the good stuff. Yep. And I actually said, you know, personally, I like to uh, follow the hashtag and and see what people are tweeting in other sessions because they might actually have a good 140 character takeaway from a session that I'm not attending. Uh-huh. It's like, wow, they communicated that so well and I can apply that to my own personal strategy moving forward. Right. So I personally like it. I, I, I like live tweeting. Um, you know, I don't know if I necessarily need a, you know, a play by play. But, you know, hey, I, th- I think it's it's your own Twitter account, you know, tweet. Yeah, we, we talked about this and gosh, episodes one and two and three and four. I probably is just the fact that you know, there are no official rules to how you tweet. No. Um, however, there are some people who will have their own rules and your rules are not the same as their rules. Yep. But what we've already talked about previously in this episode about how to not tick off your followers. I think those are some pretty good built in or rules you've decided to use that I'm going to actually now adopt some of to specify, you know, if, if you're using the hashtag who, who is looking for that your audience that's looking for those tweets will find them for the hashtag, but it will block the people that are, or alleviate the headache 
from your followers who don't want to see it. Yeah. Now there so. are there are some things like for example while I'm at Blog World in in New York, um I am going to you know tweet like little things like I'll do some twit pics and it's like hey check out this and you know it's, you know check out this you know uh product that I just saw here at the expo floor. Right. And and stuff like that. I'm really excited to talk about this and and that'll just go out and and then it's like, you know what? Hey, wow. That's that looks really cool. I can't wait to hear you talk about that on an episode. Yeah, and and as long as those aren't like overkill, like twenty in two hours or something, right? As if there was only a way to buffer them, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Actually, there is. <laughs> exactly. see, see last episode. Exactly. All right. So, what to do with large flow of tweets from people you follow that aren't at the event? Um, now, talk. This, this is the flip side. The, yeah. What I mean by this is, hey, you, this is me. This is Eric. And I'm following Cliff, but he's at the event and he's not doing these rules, which you are going to do. And you're tweeting out tons of stuff. What do I, as Eric, do to make sure I don't get inundated with all your tweets? Is there any kind of automated service, Eric, that would allow you to temporarily unfollow somebody or mute them? Yes, I believe there is. (laughs) Do you have any names of those services? (laughs) I think one of them, I haven't used them in a while because I don't tend to do it. But I think one is, and I'm checking it as I speak. Uh, maybe it's muter, M-U-U-T-E-R. Yep, it is. Yeah. So muter.com. Now you can mute Twitter users by keywords. Uh, we can scan your timeline and mute everyone who uses those keywords. So basically, let's just say, you know what? The problem is I happen to be following Cliff and I happen to be following all the people that Cliff's talking to. Right. He's talking all day long in this tweet chat. This is getting ridiculous. So now you can actually mute anybody who uses pound BWE chat or pound BE or BWENY. Mm-hmm. So you can actually mute that. And uh, it says here, uh, head over to, to tools page to learn everything you need to know to interact with muter uh, via direct message. Uh, test our new bookmarklets right off our tools page. Muter will allow you to mute your friends on Twitter when they become too noisy for your taste. If you do it manually and un and unfollow temp- the temporarily loud Twitters, you risk forgetting to follow them back again. Here's where Muter comes in. Valiantly in your rescue, you define the Twitter name and time you want to mute them, or mute them, and it says here, we do the remembering part. Please notice that the mute action is performed temporarily by unfollowing your contact. More info and definitions in the help area. So you can click to get started. M-U-U-T-E-R dot com. So if I bother you uh, while I'm in New York, you can mute me for a few days using that yeah. service. It, it it does that muting or it does a temporary unfollow for a time you specify. Yep. So. Very, very cool. So, um, yeah. All right. So the next thing you have here is positive or negative experiences you've had at events with uh, tweeting and connecting with people. So um, let, let's start with you, Eric. What Do you okay. have, have any positive experiences of using Twitter and other social media uh, at live, live events? I've had a lot of positive experiences. I've only had one negative experience. Um, all the positive experiences have been where I've been able to, you know, pass people at events and see their, have already seen their avatar on Twitter and know who that is and be able to, you know, say, Hey, are you? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm so-and-so. And they're like, I love that tweet about, you know, such and such. And like, yeah. And then we strike up the conversation. 
it's a shoehorn for me who some somebody who is actually antisocial social media tools actually help me to be more of an extrovert than I really am. That is very cool. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, the other, th- some, some positive experiences I've had as, as using uh, Twitter is that I've had, like, for example, I'm at an event and I'm speaking and maybe I didn't do a very good job at promoting my session, but there are several people that are in my session who said, oh my gosh, you, if you are not in, you know, if you're in a boring session, you need to come over to this guy. You know, and so I've had people do that. That's a oh, very, yeah. that's a very positive thing, and especially about, at like pod camps. Exactly, it's rule like, of two feet. Yep, come come check this out. You, you've got to come see this. Um, the other thing that I've had in 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 um, uh, twittering at live events is staying up on top of where people are and and what people are doing. It's like so, for example, somebody else. Oh, you know what? How about this? You know, hey, I'm looking for a place to stay. Does anybody have any recommendations? You know, uh, the hotel where I was at last night uh, wasn't quite the, in the best part of town. And then all of a sudden, the next thing I know, I've, I'm, you know, that that evening, I'm spending the night at a at a new friend's house, you know, and right and and develop a friendship and relationship over the next couple of years. That that's pretty cool. Uh, so those kinds of things have happened. Um, parties, you know, it's like, hey, where's everybody meeting at tonight? Uh, it's like, hey, this party's going on. Hey, I didn't know about that party. Hey, that's cool. I'll be there too. And so it, it's kind of cool to see, you know, where the crowd is gathering uh, and to be able to stay on top of that. So I, I really love social media when I go to live events. Yeah, I like it a lot. What's your negative experience? <laughs> my, my one negative is actually very recent and it has to do with the work Twitter account. Uh, Chick-fil-A did a leader cast event uh-huh. about two weeks ago, three weeks ago now. And so I was tweeting out, speaker quotes from that, from, you know, John Maxwell, Seth Godin, Dave Ramsey, things like that. And they just so happened to have had Dave Ramsey or not Dave Ramsey. He was the end, but, uh, Seth Godin, who said so many amazing things and John Maxwell, who I don't always love, but think he's okay. But they, Seth, Seth Godin and John Maxwell had so much tweetable stuff during the first like two hours of the event in the morning on a Friday that I just kept tweeting stuff out over and over and over. And I seriously probably hit about 60 tweets oh within two hours. Dude, you need a buffer. Right, exactly. Well, so I was not aware of that, but here's the thing. Um, I didn't have any kind of st- strategy in place. What I would have done was I would have done at CFA LeaderCast and then done the quote, if I could fit it, and done the hashtag. And then that would have still had the account tweeting out cool stuff, but only to those that are really looking for it. Right. And, and so I, to be honest, it wasn't overtly negative. I had like three people who kind of wrote in and they're like, you know, blah, 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 tweeting too much, blah, blah, blah. Really? I'm unfollowing, you know, off in a huff, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I sent out warning tweets, which I guess don't totally matter anymore, but whatever. Well, the thing is, is if I didn't see it, you know, if I wasn't online and looking an hour ago, I didn't see it before your 60 other messages. Exactly. So, I mean, it it took me a minute to, well, it took me like half a day to really just think about it and get feedback and advice. And, you know, everybody that unfollowed, followed again later. Mm -hmm. And later in the day, there was a whole lot less tweets coming out anyway. Um, But I learned the lesson of trying to, one person suggested, hey, why don't you write down notes from the event, tweet one or two you know, per speaker, but then periodically 
after the event's over, you know, post event, let us know bit by bit with through tweets, you know, their their points or things like that. You know, today is John Maxwell Day, so I'd tweet out, you know, the five points he had over the course of a few hours or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, the cool thing is, is you could take those quotes as well and and put those into your buffer, and it, gosh, you'd have enough content to just buffer out to, for the next four months, right? Right. Exactly. So there you go. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you that that I think probably gives a lot of people uh, some things to think about. The last note that you have here is, you know, thoughts about pre-event and post-event. Well, pre-event is I would recommend that you find out what the hashtag is for the event and start following it in TweetDeck or, you know, in whatever Twitter client that you're using and and just follow and see what's going on. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going into my TweetDeck here. Ah, my... Okay, it won't move right now. Um, but anyway, I can actually go in and I can see B W E N Y, and I'm you know there's already people talking about you know what parties they're gonna do or what they're you know who they're gonna meet and stuff like that, and they're asking questions. It's kind of like a you know just it's not so intense as it was last night with literally you know a hundred chats a minute. Uh, but you know it, it's a great way to, for you to see who's coming to the event. Maybe you. You want to start building a relationship with them over the course of the couple days leading up to it. And then, of course, um, after the event, I like to go in and say, "What?" before I go to the event, I find the last person that was following me before I left. And then what I do is I like to come back after I'm back and I like to go and find that person that was on the list, the last person that followed me before I left for the event, and then look at everybody who started following me after that. Right. And then I can say, you know what? These are the people that that had some sort. I made some sort of impression on while I was there, and they decided to follow me. Now let me see how I can build relationships with these people and continue and take that relationship relationship to the next level. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what group to to that would be where you do your post, adding people to your Twitter lists. Exactly. All righty. Well, I'll tell you what, Eric, we have, uh, I cannot believe it. We've, we recorded, what, two 40-minute episodes yep. today. That's crazy. And uh, let's see here. I want to remind everybody, stick around after the music because uh, you'll hear us completely botch the beginning of this episode. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> anyway, folks, we want to say thank you for tuning in. If you like the content that you're getting here, it comes to you week after week after week. And uh, we just want to say uh, check out gspn.tv slash plus if you want to support the content and community of gspn.tv where we provide entertaining, educational, encouraging content that makes a difference in people's lives. We would love to invite you to join our community. Head over to gspncommunity.com. We have a section set up just for social media topics. If you have questions or comments, you can always call our voicemail feedback hotline as well, 859-795-4067. The number again, 859-795-4067. Until next time, join the community. Social Media Serenity Podcast, episode number 91. Education and encouraging content that makes a difference. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? That was like five shows at once.
Uh, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm going to have to breathe for a minute. We'll have to put that at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my goodness, I can't breathe. Uh, What was this, 91?